have ever had. Oh, no, this is the worst president we've ever had. Yeah, so I think it's great that he spoke in Buchanan's hometown Good. because, you know, he sh Buchanan has been elevated. He's now the second worst That's president. That's right, and we are out had. of time. We're all out of time. So thanks for joining us. Next week you'll hear a pre-recorded interview with Mr. Joe Riley celebrating his CD release, Children of the Earth. And, uh, and again, I'm glad you tuned in. We gotta send, go. Send your balloonograms before <laughs> December 1st. Be. Coming up next is Mike Perini, Pandora's Lunchbox. Try to remember we are all related. We are related. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture, and waiter, there's culture in my food. But first of all, I want to take a moment to let you know that we're going to commemorate the 50th anniversary of something being tossed into space today. That's, that's exciting. We're going to spend some time on that. But first of all, I'm dealing with a little bit of a post- Jefferson Market Blues. Jefferson Market on Jefferson Street in Ann Arbor closed last Sunday. I don't know where I'll be able to get yam fries with raita again. You can get yam fries. I don't know if you can get them with raita, but yam fries you can get, but with raita. So Jefferson Market is gone. Hopefully someday it will reopen, but nonetheless, there it is. It is a transition, and I think I need a little bit of this. This is going to be some... This is going to be some, this is going to be something. This is lead belly and ham and eggs, and this is kind of a bit of foreshadowing for what's going to be talked about later in the show by somebody here. So, here we go. Ham and eggs, ha, and and beans, ha, I would eat more, ha, but it I got it rolled in a hurry ha. to make it on the side of the road. Ha. If I had a note, my cabin was bad. Ha. I wasn't so
no, no, no. Mark Captain would mean I wouldn't ever St. Augustine I got a roll in a hurry And make it on the side of the road Wow, that's Lead Belly and Ham and Eggs. And this is a show about food, so I do want you to know I heard some news that was very interesting out of Los Angeles. This is from CBS. I normally don't necessarily quote CBS, but that's what I could find. Homeboy Industries threw open its doors, the doors of its $8.5 million facility in downtown Los Angeles this Tuesday, resurrecting a burned-out bakery that created job opportunities for former gang members and at-risk youth. The mayor of Los Angeles was among the nearly 500 guests on hand for a ceremonial breaking of the bread to celebrate the grand opening of Homeboy Industries. The 5,000-square-foot bakery will be housed there, along with the Homegirl Cafe and a new catering division. Homeboy is a non-profit center providing job training and referrals. It was founded in 1992 in gang-troubled Boyle Heights by Father Greg Boyle a Jesuit priest who now serves as executive director of Homeboy Industries. The original bakery burned down in 1999. So Homeboy Bakery is back in Los Angeles, and it just made me think of the wonderful food, because they mentioned in in this report that I heard that they have cookies and pastries, Mexican cookies and pastries, and that just makes me very, very happy. If you've ever been to Mexican Town in Detroit, the Mexican Town Bakery right there, just an amazing array of cookies and things. And one of them, I, I had this strange, surreal vision. I said, Mexican cookies and sea animals? I, I couldn't quite put it together. Maybe I was half awake, half dreaming. But then I remembered one of the great cookies you can get in some of these places. I looked it up, and it's called Concas or Conchas. I am remiss to say I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's C-O-N-C-H-A-S. It's a Mexican sweet bread that kind of looks a little bit like a clam or a conch, perhaps, something like that. And I have a recipe for that I just wanted to share with you. This is at allrecipes.com. It's called allrecipes.com because they have all recipes, every recipe ever made. It's a pretty big website. There's a lot of, you know, gigarams or whatever they're called. So here's the recipe for uh, concas, the Mexican sweetbread. First of all, two and a half teaspoons, hello, two and a half teaspoons of yeast, a half a cup of warm water, a half a cup of evaporated milk, three-eighths of a cup of white sugar, teaspoon of salt, third of a cup butter or margarine, melted, one egg, remember the egg, the egg is going to come back to us, four cups of all-purpose flour, half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, two-thirds of a cup of white sugar, half of a cup of butter or margarine, one cup of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, again, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Now, I don't think I'm going to read the whole recipe, but you can go to allrecipes.com. One of my favorite things about it, while the dough is done rising, cut into 12 even-sized pieces, shape into balls, place in a greased cookie sheet, divide each bowl of topping into six balls, and pat them flat. 
Place circles on pre, place circles of topping on top of the dough balls, patting down lightly. Crucially here, use a knife to cut grooves in the topping like a clamshell. So that so that validates my surrealist uh, vision there of Mexican delicious food reminding me of seafood. So there you go, concas or conchas. I'll have to look that up. I'm sorry, but that recipe is in allrecipes.com. And then you have Blind Lemon Jefferson singing about the Baker Shop Blues, and it goes like this. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and that was Blind Lemon Jefferson with the Baker Shop Blues. I see the phone ringing, but unfortunately I can't reach over to it, so I'm sorry. I will feel your question if you would like me to, but I just can't get to the phone right now because I'm on the air. Uh, try again when I'm done yapping, perhaps. 
But this is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and I wanted to talk about another transition. Earlier in the show, I was mentioning that the beloved Jefferson Market has closed in the west side of Ann Arbor. Uh, Lucille Porter has passed away, and I heard about her name in the Ann Arbor News this week in an article from Jeff Larkham. She passed away on last Saturday. And according to Jeff Larkham, Lucille Porter organized the annual African-American Downtown Festival in 1996. It was a big Ann Arbor community block party that raised money while honoring the history of black-owned businesses and homes that used to dominate the area around 4th Avenue and Ann Street in Ann Arbor. More than 20 years ago, she founded the Community Learning Post, sorry, the Community Leaning Post, a nonprofit organization that began as a program to help ex-offenders find homes, and it now focuses on helping seniors and youngsters. Uh, Lucille Porter died at the age of 90 at St. Joseph. The downtown festival brought residents together for food, dance, and fun. That was the festival, the annual African-American Downtown Festival, which began in 1996. And the organizer of the festival, Lucille Potter, Porter, I'm sorry, has passed away. And I just wanted to let you know about that as Ann Arbor continues to evolve. Some say not so good, some say good. Just keep your eyes open on that and look for changes and see what happens. Now, this is another piece of news from the west side of the state. And you have to, I just have to decide if this it sounds really good on the surface. And, and then, I, well, anyway... Uh, this is from the Grand Rapids Press. There's an egg producer that's going to expand, and it says it's going to add 40 jobs. It's in the Ionia area in West Michigan. And, well, you think about these large factory farms and what they've done to the environment with their enormous amounts of manure and and all of that stuff. Well, this is, this is an organic egg farm. This is Herbrook Poultry Ranch. It's announced just today, as a matter of fact, that is going to have a $12 million expansion that will create 40 jobs at the Ionia area chicken farm. Herbrook is planning a new cage-free housing facility for 300,000 laying hens. 300,000 laying hens and an inline egg processing plant to be located in, in near Ionia. Operating in Michigan for 50 years, says the article here, Herbrock is the largest producer of organic eggs in the U.S. It's in West Michigan. In a ceremony today, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation presented a check for $400,000 to, to Ionia County for road work in connection with the project. So, an expanding organic egg farm in West Michigan. Organic is good. Really, really large organic egg producer. That should be interesting. A lot to think about. And a lot to eat and a lot in your ears. So actually, in a moment, I just want you to know that the egg theme we've been doing for the last 15 minutes is going to come back to haunt us in in just a moment. But in the meantime, you're probably going to have to deal with a lot of tired chickens. Well, actually hens, but close enough. This is the tired chicken blues, and that's the only excuse I have.
you cannot play it now. Oh, play that hard, Nora. Play it, boy. Play it. When I say that on, oh, baby, you don't treat me right. Oh, how much? How much? The best time I have, baby, when you die, my son. How much? Play that hard, Mister Joe. Play it, play it, play it. Get right on that joke now, Joe. Oh. Said I'm tired of chicken. Feel Lord, I'm tired of stay. Have mercy. Have Said mercy. I'm tired of chicken. Baby, I'm tired of stay. Oh, how much? I had a chill last night, Wood. Now I'm too tired to shake. Have mercy. Have mercy. Play it now. Yeah, that's Cannon's Jug Stompers, and that's the Tired Chicken Blues. For some reason, I used to think it was the Fried Chicken Blues, but nonetheless, it is the Tired Chicken Blues. It is the story of a chicken that has laid 300,000 eggs in Ionia near Michigan and really has had enough of it. So that's, which is really uh, amazing that they were able to predict that some 60, 70 years in advance that they would produce one of these organic egg farms in West Michigan. Now, it's 12 minutes before 7 o'clock. I want to say thank you to Arwolf for introducing me to those three songs I've played by the Cannons Jug Stompers, Tired Chicken Blues, Blind Lemon Jefferson, Baker Shop Blues, and Lead Belly, Ham and Eggs. Thanks to Arwolf for introducing me to those songs on his show, Face the Music. Arwolf is sadly not feeling well, but the good news is that there is somebody who will fill in his shoes, and will try to, and I will try to fill in his shoes too whenever we, we all can. Saruman has just walked in the room, and Saruman will be making us go crazy on Face the Music starting in about 10 minutes, and that is good news indeed. Now, speaking of which, I do want to share something with you. This is something, especially for the young children out there, something very, very special happened 50 years ago today. And it excited a lot of scientists who went on to join NASA. It excited a lot of people. It. I just want to tell you all about it. This sound perhaps sounds familiar to you. Let's listen to this here. Do you recognize that sound? That is the sound of the first sound effects record in space. It was launched on the turntable in space, and the needle flew off of it, so it didn't work too well. But before that, on October 4th, 1957, was the first object to be shot into space, into orbit, by the Soviet Union, 
And there is a story behind that that tells us a lot about America and patriotism and, um, and America. So it goes like this. Basically, in 1957, the Soviets were looking for a way to outshoot the Americans as far as shooting stuff into space. We all like to do that. And so they went over to Vladivostok, where they had just recently read in the local paper, aside from the bake sales going on at that time, they did actually hear about a farm that had grown what claimed to be the largest potato in eastern Russia. And so they went out there, and they talked to the farmer, and they gave him a deal that he could not refuse. When they came to the farm, they saw the farmer and his kids were playing in and out of the potato. The potato was about eight feet long and about how tall was that? Let's let's just say three feet, no, six, six feet high. That's good. Eight by six potato. They had hollowed it out and they had made a twice-baked potato. We'll have a recipe on that in just a second. But they had a twice-baked potato. They'd hollowed it out and were using it as a clubhouse. Well, this got the interest of the Soviet authorities and they asked them if they could use that for their first object to go out into space. And they said to the farmer, what do you call your potato? And he said, I call it Nick. So they said, oh, it's a spud Nick. And he said, yeah. And so Spudnik was born. I'm terribly sorry. And so into space it went with the record inside with the sound effects, which right now it's actually orbiting around Pluto. And so space aliens are listening to the sound effects record and thinking that that's how we speak. But meanwhile, the United States got all worked up because they thought, well, we don't have a, anything out in space. And so they started to worry about this. They, the first thing they did was, was say, let's get Fred Astaire. They dispatched Fred Astaire to secretly spread the message about different kinds of technology that the U.S. would send up to counteract the Spudnik. And it's all in this song right here. This is the world premiere recording of Fred Astaire. I would say it's from a CD, but I just, it's a world premiere recording. It goes like this. You like tomato, and I like tomato, potato, potato, tomato, tomato, let's call the whole thing off. But oh, if we call the whole thing off, then we must part, and oh, if we ever part, then that might break my heart. So if you like pajamas, and I like pajamas, I'll wear pajamas and give up pajamas, for we know we need each other, so we better call the calling off, off. Let's call the whole thing off. Things have come to a pretty pass. Our romance is growing flat. For you like this and the other, while I go for this and that. 
Goodness knows what the end will be. Oh, I don't know where I'm at. It looks as if we two will never be one. Something must be done. So we're hearing in this record by Fred Astaire about the potatoes and the tapas, tapas, potato, patatas, tostadas, potatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes, to confuse the enemy and to confuse me. That's the the reason the recording was made. So the U.S. decided they had to go ahead and do something to counteract the great spud nick out in outer space and meanwhile soviet scientists had gone on television as a matter of fact and insulted president eisenhower saying that his head was shaped like a spud and so this was a they were thumbing their noses at him prompting eisenhower to go on the air and talk about the fact that no actually his head was shaped like an egg and therefore actually they were thusly egged on to do something about this and so they came up with a counteracting idea this was called the no, wait, I don't have, this is top secret. I don't have the information right here, but let's listen to, there were actually uh, other people competing for what was going to be shot up into outer space. Hot dogs were one of the considerations. They asked Gomer Pyle for his opinion on that one. walking down the street one day said, hey there, my lady, you sure look good to me and I'd like to make you my baby. She said, swell, and I felt good. I thought I'd hug the keeper. But the price of eggs went up that day And I ain't never got no cheaper She was a T-bone talking woman But she had a hot dog heart, heart, heart A T-bone talking woman But she had a hot dog heart Well, diamonds look like life A star looks like a planet And a heart of gold weighs about the same As a heart that's made of granite And you can't tell a queen these days From some old high-class bluesy So you see how America rallied to fight the great threat of a giant spud in space. It's times like this that we come together as a country and send hot dogs into outer space, or in this case, they found in the shape of the head of Eisenhower their alternative weapon. This was called the Egg Spoiler. They sent an Egg Spoiler out into space. The American craft, the Egg Spoiler, they put a bunch of eggs aboard, they spoiled them, and then they dropped them on the heads of the people in the Kremlin. And so we got our revenge, and that's that's we're, we're proud of that to this day. October 4th, 1957 was when it all began. I'm going to stop now. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for nearly a half an hour, and there's not much that can be done about it, but coming up, you will be able to face the music with Saruman, and that will be a good thing. In the meantime, we're going to play you just for one little bit of nostalgia here. Fred Astaire, his song, his American patriotic song about the great spoiled egg sent up into space. Here's Fred Astaire. It's three minutes before seven. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
been a roaming Romeo, my Juliet's have been many, but now my roaming days have gone. Too many irons in the fire is worse than not having any. I've had my share and from now on I'm putting all my eggs in one basket I'm betting everything I've got on you I'm giving all my love to one baby Heaven help me if my baby don't come through I've got a great big amount Saved up in my love account Honey and I've decided Love divided in two Won't do So I'm putting all my eggs In one basket I'm betting everything I've got on you Everything I've got I bet on you Everything I've got Every single thing I've got, I bet on you. America, put corn in your ears. This is a cornball culture, and we need to face the music. Thursday nights at 7, our Wolf Arf and a cast of thousands conduct a never-ending search for alternative national anthems. Embrace the corn. Face the music. Thursday night at 7 on Radio Free Ann Arbor, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 on the extreme left of your dial. right. It's time to face the music, but I am not our wolf. Unfortunately, he cannot be with us this evening, so you're stuck with me. I'm Sarah Min, and I hope to do half as good a job as he normally does. Okay. I always want to 